1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. Hello and welcome back to Think This Way. This is the podcast of Faith Bible Church. And my name is Bryce Beal. I'm one of the pastor elders here. I do a lot of the teaching. And today I have with me the pastor elder who not only does teaching, but also leads us in worship every Sunday, among other things. It is Mike Schaus himself. Mike, thanks for being here with us. Oh, but probably, sorry, Bryce, I was praying. I didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, that's why I welcome Mike on here. We are talking about prayer, and even if neither Mike nor I have reached the top of Sinai in our perfection of prayer, <laughs> there is a naturalness to prayer, not only to us, but to you. If you're a Christian, you are, by your very nature, someone who prays. That's what we're talking about. Now, you might be thinking that's kind of unusual because for you, prayer feels unnatural and painful and hard (laughs) and dentist-like. Well, we are going to talk about that next week, but we do want to emphasize this week the opposite. And I thought I would start with this quote that comes from John Anwuchekwa's book on prayer. It's in the Little Nine Mark series. This is the one on prayer. He's focused on praying as a church. But this is the dominant uh, metaphor in the whole book he starts and ends with. Here it is, quote, Prayer is oxygen for the Christian. It sustains us. So it follows that prayer must be a source of life for any community of Christians. It is to the church what it is to individuals breathing. And I don't know about you, Mike, but I've heard that metaphor kind of a lot. Yeah. In reference to prayer, that it's like breathing. Mike, when we say that prayer is like breathing, a very natural thing to us, but what are we saying about prayer? Hmm. Makes me think of, uh, I can't remember where I heard this, but there's a guy named Max Dupree. He's an American businessman. Um, he started some kind of furniture company. And I think he has something to do with Fuller Seminary, Fuller Theological Seminary. But I remember once he was saying that money is like breathing to a business. What he's talking about is that a business doesn't survive without making that profit. That's the whole point of it. But his business model has nothing to do with money. His is more about, um, it's a really good business model about listening to employees and making sure everybody's treated well. He has this uh, quote where he's like, air on the side of like too much communication. I can't remember how he puts it, but he's like, you can never have too much communication in your relationships with your employees. And I think of prayer that same way. It's like breathing, but how could we ever survive in our relationship with God without communicating with him? It's like, how could your marriage survive if you don't communicate with your wife? Or how could you have a relationship with your children if you're not actually communicating with them? That's kind of a helpful metaphor on a bunch of different levels, what you just quoted there, because there you have the picture of just like in a business, money is like breathing, and it's something he doesn't put the full emphasis on. Because breathing, we don't think about breathing. It's just what we do. Mm-hmm. You have to do it or you die. But I don't, if you consciously think about your breathing, you go a little paranoid. You know, am I breathing? It's semi-somatic. You just do it. Money's that way in a business. Prayer is that way in the Christian life. Where prayer is not our ultimate end. We're not like the ancient or the medieval mystics. Mm-hmm. And we go and hide ourselves away just to pray. And prayer becomes this mystic union with God that is an end in itself, but that's not how prayer is for us or how breathing is for us. And then what you quoted there also is helpful in the sense of any relationship requires a lot of communication, just like any life requires a lot of breathing. 
And I thought along with that, that prayer is like breathing because it's natural. You don't teach a baby how to breathe. You might spank them on the bottom when they come out to make sure they do breathe, but it's an instinct. I think that's also what people mean, even what John Onuchekwa means in saying that prayers like breathing is it's instinctual to us. Even if you have someone come to Christ, I don't know, this would be interesting. If someone came to Christ and immediately were stranded on a desert island and they came to Christ from a non-Christian background and they didn't even know about prayer, would they just pray? Hmm. Probably, because it's rather instinctual to the Christian. It's natural to us. That's what we mean in this podcast when we're saying that prayer is natural to us. There are actually two times in the New Testament that Paul says that the Holy Spirit inside us causes us in our new natures to pray, Abba, Father. So Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And then Galatians 4.6, which we'll get to in our sermon series, And because your sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So prayer is natural, meaning it's according to our new nature as Christians. The spirit within us who gives us this new nature, he himself is in us crying out, Abba, Father. We have to pray. It's natural to us. I have this one quote from Donald Whitney in his book, Praying the Bible, and then I've got another question for you, Mike. The quote is, when someone is born again, the Holy Spirit gives that person new fatherward desires, a new heavenward orientation whereby we cry, Abba, Father, like we quoted. In other words, all those indwelled by the Holy Spirit really want to pray. The Holy Spirit causes all the children of God to believe that God is their Father and fills them with an undying desire to talk to Him. Mike, I wanted to talk about this on the podcast, the naturalness of prayer, because we all struggle with prayer. I don't know anybody who doesn't. So we could have a million episodes about how hard prayer is. But what Whitney is saying there, same thing that Paul is saying in Romans 8 and Galatians 4, and that we should affirm, no matter how hard prayer is in its details, if you're a Christian, there is a real uh, naturalness to prayer. Mike, why do you think it's important for us to emphasize the naturalness of prayer before we get into how it's really hard? I would just think of, you know, you're talking about it's a struggle, but all of life is a struggle. If you think of all of life is a struggle, and it is. And so like, what do you do when you're struggling? When you're struggling the most, you look to somebody that's going to help you through that time. Hopefully you do that. Now, a lot of guys don't do that. They try to like do it themselves, and that's the complete wrong model to do, right? But hopefully you're looking for another brother or you know somebody to help you with that struggle. And what do we do as believers? We look to God. I'm struggling in this situation, you know. I'm not thinking about things correctly, or I'm just really struggling with my attitude towards this person. I mean, how are you supposed to fix that? You have to turn to God who has to give you a a change in your inner being, right, to love. Yeah, almost a desperation in us. And I think it's helpful to emphasize, especially since we talk about how hard prayer is, and it is, and we'll talk about that next week, but sometimes I think we're tempted to think, you know, I'm just not the sort of person who prays. Like, that's somebody else's gift. It's a total cop-out. Right? I know. It's the same with evangelism. Yeah. That's, whose gift is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. always somebody else's gift. 
somebody, you know, other persons, they pray long times, but I'm the sort of person who, you know, 10 minutes here, there, and that's all I'm going to ever attain to. And I wanted to point this episode out beginning before we talk about how hard prayer is to point out that just as a Christian, you are a prayer, one who prays. It's natural to you. Yes, the flesh gets in the way. Yes, we have short attention spans. I get it. But I think it's really important that we see ourselves not as like the, you know, the exception of like, well, I don't really pray. Other Christians do. But instead, you see yourself individually as, no, you're the one who it's natural. It's your new nature. That's what you do. Like breathing, you pray. So maybe you're not sure how to pray. Maybe you get distracted. Maybe it's hard for you to pray. That's fine. But because it's just who you are, one who prays, you're going to figure those things out. Mm. You may be listening to this and that's been you in the past. You thought, I'm just the person who prays five minutes in the car and that's it. And you thought you're just not the sort of person who prays, that's not you. Well, may God help us all now, by his grace, to think this way. Mm.